Yo, how is everyone doing? Thank you so much for joining us here at Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. This is a weekly podcast where we, two guys, are going to try their darndest not to make this four hours long, discuss <laughs> movies, TV shows, music, or anything we think you guys might like to listen to. So come on and enjoy the ride, and don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast. You can email us something funny at gopressplay2 at gmail.com, or DM us via Instagram at pressplayar. That's gopressplaythenumber2 at gmail.com, and pressplayar on Instagram. On today's show... We're going to be discussing our trip to Orlando where we went to Halloween Horror Nights. We're going to discuss the very scary original Netflix movie, The Ritual, and the 25th anniversary of the iconic album by my, by my favorite band, No Need to Argue, which was this past week. And your favorite band is? Uh, the Cranberries. Everyone. I mentioned, literally mentioned oh, okay. every episode. <laughs> awesome. So we got... Uh, Show that's pretty packed. Uh, stay tuned as always as Riz discuss the latest DVDs and movies and music at the end of the show. And we play Six Degrees of Separation where you will try and fail to stump me again. And your fact of the week. Yup, yup, yup. So, awesome. Let's get right into it. I guess we can start with some amazing quick news. Yep, and uh, great amazing news is yesterday it was announced that on November 15th, the actual full box set of the Infinity Saga will be released. Good lord, that's going to be huge. I remember... Obviously, it was about 10 years ago, so it wouldn't have been as big, but I remember they were going to release... A box set up into that point that was going to be boxed in like a <clears throat> like a briefcase with or or Tony Tony Stark's about... briefcase, right? Yeah. In the movies, and like it was getting ready to come out, and I was ready to get it. Um, and then a lawsuit went in. The people that designed the 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 briefcase uh, didn't design it to be released as a DVD set. So they sued Universal to stop the release, and then the mm. release, I don't know if it was even, I don't think it was ever released in that form. I've they, never seen it in the stores or yeah. ever heard about it. Yeah. But Best Buy is going to be selling it mm-hmm. for all 20, over 20 movies, for a whopping $550. What? Yes. And How, Best wait. Buy has... Uh, Are there like a lot of other features? Yes, a lot of deleted scenes, of course, a lot of uh, things that has never been mentioned or never been seen in theaters or in previous DVDs. Oh, okay. Also... I'll wait till the price goes down just a little bit, maybe... Best Buy is offering a monthly payment plan. Fuck that. No. For 40 something dollars a month. No, I'm good. Yeah, uh, I saw somewhere online that they did a vote. Uh, asking if they want if the people are gonna buy it or not, and a lot of people said no. Are saying no. That that's price too tag much. is am- in- in- But how much is divide all of them into individual DVDs? It's coming out to twenty four ninety nine. So you're basically buying each movie with the deleted scenes and and un unseen footage at full price basically. But a lot of them you can you know you can get the movies for like. 
the bargain bin at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand all the extras and everything, but... Uh, you think I'm, they're being I'm too very, ambitious? I'm very unimpressed with that price. I would have, I would have honestly guessed like about a hundred, a hundred and twenty, like for the full set, because you know, because if if that's all people are buying are these new, these new uh, special features, mm-hmm. it ain't worth it. Yeah, like now that you mentioned it, you're just paying five hundred and fifty dollars for things that you haven't seen. That I bet compressed together, it's about an hour long. Yeah, I'm. Whoa, I'm, I'm, I have shock price tag fever or whatever <laughs> you call it. So another quick news. What did we watch? We watched American Horror Story, the second episode. Yep. We are continuing our journey into Camp Underwood. Redwood. Redwood. Underwood. Wait, am I thinking of Blair Underwood? Maybe. I don't know. I think of nothing. Camp Redwood. Uh, it is basically literally continuing on with the, the same old... 1980s horror movie camp camping tropes which i'm kind of loving uh people are saying isn't that scary i'm i'm enjoying i think it's scary enough and the i I guess it was excuse the burp i'm sorry the psychologist Mm -hmm. in the car i think that was a pretty cool scary scene and the actress sold it to me because she kind of knew what was coming and She's like, how lucky I, I am for you to find me here. And she, you could tell she's freaking out. And then she died bloody. Yeah. I'm surprised that they reveal the killer's face so soon. I would think, or I would think that, yeah. Or I thought that they would keep that. Well, it is 1980s. And while... There were like mysteries, like murder, uh, horror, horror, murder mysteries back then. The sequels were the ones that I guess once the killer was established and coming back and murdering them, were more popular. So, like generally, I mean, when we watched uh, Friday the Thirteenth, I kept my mouth shut because I knew you probably didn't know who the killer was. You probably thought it was Jason. Um, and I kept my mouth shut and it was kind of a surprise for you, even though it happened or it, the free, it, it came out, what, 30 years ago? Yeah. Which I thought was cool. And it was a surprise to me as well when I, when I watched it, but I guess they're not going there. I'm sure there's some surprises. Oh, I'm sure there's some surprises, um, that are coming. Uh, they, they revealed that it looks like the camp is going to be. Another area of uh, uh, spiritual whatever where uh, whoever dies in that area, like murder house, like hotel, uh, is able to return or uh, or from what I can understand. Because the one, the one camper seems to be reliving his death over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm liking, I'm liking the, the series. They had a, a little... A little reference to to the 1980s comedy Porky's, which was a little grotesque. But yeah, what do you think? I honestly don't think that there's any paranormal activity in this season. I think it's very just original slasher type scary movie. So why, what's with the, the kid that keeps dying over and over again from the 19, or from 1970? Well, I don't think that like there's a deal with the devil or oh. there's like 
uh, a pact or a contract. I mean, there is some spirituality in the sense of like when you die in a place, your spirit remains there. But I don't think that they're going to really go in depth like pagan ritual or devil worshiping or something like that. I don't I don't see that. Maybe the guy maybe the guy who keeps coming back is like the girl from Stir of Echo uh with Kevin Bacon where she shows up to him to help her pass over. Pass over. Hmm. So he's kind of stuck in limbo. I get it. Uh so I really don't think it's paranormal activity heavily involved. I and I hope for for my sake or for my entertainment that it stays like that. Yeah. I agree. Uh I think I would prefer it to stay straight, you know, non-paranormal. You know, whatever they they decide to serve up, I'm down for the ride, but I prefer I prefer just, you know, a straight up slasher slasher season, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. I, I know where we're a little behind the the third episode already aired, so maybe we'll review 3 and 4 next week. We'll see. Yeah, uh, excited about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see if um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah Paulson ever shows up? She's uh, she's not a regular this season, but she, supposedly she's supposed to show up in some form. So uh, always miss her and hoping to see her soon. Yeah. So moving on to our official first segment, which is <gasps> Halloween Horror Night. Hey, we went Woo! to Orlando. I come to suck your blood. Well, I mean, if you listen to to our podcast, you know that we went to Orlando because we did our half of our podcast on the road, not technically on the road, in the hotel. Yeah. uh, In Orlando, which was awesome. Yeah, we stayed at the Four Point Hotel, which if you've been to Orlando, it's the hotel with that globe on top. We had a pretty nice view of the park. It was, we saw basically the entire... um, well, at least the tall stuff from uh, Islands of Adventure. We could see some of Harry Potter. We saw uh, the, the, the Hulk. Hulk and the, the did lighthouse. Did we see Rip Ride Rocket on the other side? Yes. No, we did. Yeah. Okay, so we saw some of Universal as well. Oh, and the towers from Doctor Doom's Freefall. Badass. That all- Badass. I want to go on that. We haven't done that forever. Yeah. But yeah, it, I really might fun. have to go on, on by myself because no one wants to go with me. So but we went okay. to... And, well... I, I do. It's just it's, like, it's, that's not like a great ride to spend 45 minutes. It's not long. generally 45 minutes. It's like 45 seconds. All right, five on minutes. a good day. Yeah. On well, a good day. We'll see. We'll go on it soon. So we, we go to Universal Studios, I would say about four times a year. We're about, we're... A little more than four times a year, <laughs> to be honest. We're annual pass holders. Uh, Richard, the last time you went to Halloween Horror Nights was when? Oh, God. It's been 20, 21 years. High school. <laughs> wow. And I've never been to Halloween Horror Nights. Um, the last time we were there, we were there with my sister and her husband. And they went. And but, well, the last time we were there during Halloween Horror Nights correct. is what you mean. Yeah. Uh, they went and they said that they had fun, but the lines are really, really long. Even with express passes, 
Uh, it was about a two-hour wait. Yeah, and they had to shell out, like, how much... Almost $200 for Express Pass. Per person. Per person, which I think Pass at the last minute to ridiculous. get on... Ridiculous. <laughs> and, and honestly, I was kind of expecting that for our night because... Me too. According to the schedules, uh, September was it September 30th? On the 28th is or the the tw- I'm sorry, the 28th was going to be the first big crowded night of Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, so I I did not have my expectations very high. That my were... foot's asleep. Oh, sorry. Well, ladies and gentlemen, his foot is asleep. Wake up! <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> uh, so I didn't have high expectations that we were going to see a lot of houses, uh, honestly. we Yeah, we went with very low expectation. We went just... To go with it, our main attraction or our main focal point was to go see the classic monsters. Now, before we go into uh, each and every uh, house. house, why don't you uh, name all the houses that were there this year? Okay, there were 10 uh, houses, and I honestly thought we were only going to be able to see four. All right, but here are the houses. Uh, Ghostbusters, A. Or number one. Number two. I, well, I don't want to say them one by one because they'll bleed into each other. Like Ghostbusters Getty Terror of the Yukon. That would be an awesome. amazing crossover. There you go. See? All right. So number two is Yeti Terror of the Yukon. Number three, Jordan Peele's Us. Number four, Netflix's Stranger Things. Five, House of a Thousand Corpses. Six, Deaths of Fear. Say Deaths, Augustine. Deaths. <laughs> there you go. Uh, was it me that had trouble saying it that night? Then I, n- yeah, no. I One of us was having issues. Uh, then we had Nightingale's Blood Pit. Uh, of course, Universal's Classic Monsters, or actually, it says Monsters here. I guess that's that's probably a little more accurate. The Graveyard Games and Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which the we reviewed that movie on this very podcast. And one of the reasons why we wanted to go to Halloween Horror Nights, besides the uh, classic monsters, again, we've been to Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure so many times, I would want to say that we are self-proclaimed experts. Aficionados. Aficionados. Connoisseurs. Absolutely. If you must. So... There are times that we've gone to the park and by 1.30 we've done it all oh, yeah. on both parks. Yep. We know what to do. We know where the how to start the day, how to end it, where to wait for what ride. And we thought that this would be similar to, to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, it started around 5 o'clock. Well, we started our day after we did the previous podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Disney Springs. And we lunch. had Guy Fieri's Chicken Guy restaurant for lunch. I know we're talking about Holy Hornets. <laughs> but let me talk about this right now. So, yeah. We, yeah we're kind of in love with Guy Fieri's uh, Chicken Guy restaurant. Yeah. It's like a fast food uh, counter service. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we went to Disney Springs just to spend the day because we knew that Halloween Horror Nights was going to be an all-nighter. Yeah, um, well, back to the, <laughs> the chicken. I highly recommend it. We both do. They're opening all over the place. Yeah, I, well, I was going to get there. Okay, okay, go. Um, and we said, you know, let's just walk around and see yeah. if we can do a little shopping. 
and have lunch there. Um, and that's what exactly what we did. So we were looking around and we saw Guy Fieri's uh, Chicken Guy uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want anything super fancy that day. Uh, we just wanted, you know, a quick bite. And man, that was delicious. We ordered chicken tenders and fries mm-hmm. and a side of fried pickles. The the seasoning, I wasn't I wasn't expecting the actual seasoning. You know, like it was it was different. Like even the, the French fry seasoning, I was expect, expecting, you know, regular checkers type French fry yeah. seasoning. And it was yeah. it was something else. And I'm like, this isn't what I was expecting. I don't I don't I kind of love it. And it was really good. It ha- They have about 50 different sauces. I think I got uh, an avocado sauce and a like ranch and curry sauce for my dipping sauces. Yeah, we're not we're not uh, getting any free Guy Fieri <laughs> chicken uh, but from By the way, this. but if they, they want to send it to us, us but <laughs> Guy Fieri, if you're listening to us and you want some <laughs> Sponsors on podcast, <laughs> hit us up. We charge with those chicken tenders and we'll be fine, okay? Uh, wow, I didn't <laughs> expect to go off on that tangent. <laughs> but it was good. It was really it good. Was, you know, I mean, other than Halloween Horror Nights, that might have been the, the highlight of our trip. And we guys, discovered this new yes, thing. And FYI, if you're going to Orlando and you want to go shopping, Disney Springs is the spot but I really advise to go Saturday in the morning. Everyone yeah. is at the park, everyone or having breakfast. And I think that was the first time we've been that that yeah. early to Disney Springs. We've always gone was, to dinner at night. And it was it's always packed at night because yeah. of live events. There's restaurants, there's shops, and so much things. Shoulder to shoulder pack. But probably. when we went there that morning, it was like nice. ice. Uh, desolate is the word, yeah. uh, which was really nice. And I wouldn't say to go to actually shop, uh, but to walk around because the prices are ridiculous. Oh, yeah. A yeah. Funko, like a regular Funko for $20? No. No, I don't think so. I was, I was like, I would see something that maybe I would want and then I would look at the price and I'm like, what? Who would pay, pay for this? It's insane. Tourist. Yeah, or... Or tourists that don't understand bargaining like, or, or bargain shopping, m- not bargain shopping, or like people from out of the country that don't understand our money, that don't understand that this is an awful deal, you know. And that that's completely true because when in Universal Studios in Islands of Adventures, the Spider Man ride gift shop, mm-hmm. they have a wall mount of the Spider Man hand that glows. Yeah, that glows. They're selling it in the park for $54. That same exact wall mount is an Amazon for $12.99. So you can get yep. an, an idea of the amazing and awesome value you're getting at Universal in Orlando. I will say one thing, though. Um, the the Chippendale nutcrackers that we saw, we saw these cool Chippendale, like, they're about two feet tall nutcrackers um, that we were kind of considering. Each one was $54. I looked them up online. They're like 106 each. Oh, wow. Line. So we got to grab them. Yeah. So, so like, I guess stuff like that, maybe you can get a better deal. Just, you know, have your phone and do a quick search, you know? Yep. 
And yeah, so that's what we did in the afternoon. Then we went back to the hotel. We took a nap because uh, we knew that it was going to be a long night. Took a nap and talked to you guys. Oh, yeah. And we spoke with you guys. <laughs> For a little bit. Uh, we met up with our friend, uh, Brenda, who Yay. joined us on the trip. But before we did, we got to the gate around 4.30. Yeah. And the park doesn't, or the park Halloween doesn't. Horror Nights doesn't start till 6.30. And I want to say we're about, we were about 7th in line. Yeah. We were, we were really close. Uh, so the park opened, we go in after a few people who skip lines, which I don't know why people do that. I don't understand the concept of it. Like, yeah, because they're special. Why do they're, people they think, think that they special. have privilege in just going, oh, these people have been here for two hours. I the, know. I, I can't do that. See, I'm going to stand right in front of you and mm-hmm. be an asshole to you because sure. that's what you are. And that... That defines the type of person that you are in real life. Do you remember the the pizza fest? Yes. <laughs> the the pizza fest was ridiculous. let let's derail this. Okay, I know we're, this we we have go on for four hours. Yeah, I know. Yeah, five maybe. Look, we go to this pizza fest, uh, and we buy this these tickets, and it was advertised that so many. Uh, vendors. Yeah. Yeah, vendors are the correct word. And it was going to be the best thing. The best thing. It was so serious, guys. People came to this event dressed as pizza with pizza shirts, custom pizza pants. It was like serious business. Don't fuck with people when you're saying we're going to give out pizza. Yeah, let's start at the very beginning. We were probably waiting outside just to get in. For an hour and a half. Yeah, and it was like at a gym. And I was looking at the crowd size and I was telling Richard, the size of the gym and the ratio of the people in line are very off. There was The line was long and ridiculous, ridiculously huge. Uh, but whatever. We get in there out of what? 15 vendors that they said that they were going to show four up. Four or five? Three or four. Three or four. Three and or the four lines vendors. Were ridiculous to get a tiny slice of pizza. So we're in line. And we're... We, we had to have been in line at that point for 45 minutes. And as we go around the corner... Uh, and I feel a little bad about this because she was pregnant. I don't, a, I don't a pregnant care. pregnant woman. I don't care. And her girlfriend decided to try and skip us. People, if you're in line, work together because you, we, oh, sorry. If you, if we work together, no, nobody would come and skip us because if they skip you, they're basically skipping everyone that's behind you. Yeah. And that's happened. That's what happened in, in Pizza and, Fest. Yes. All of us said, no girl. You're skipping. And she's yeah. like, I've been here the whole time. Yeah, how, how it happened is she just kept kind of nudging over, nudging over. And I'm sitting there like, damn, am I going to have to be the one that, that kind of like <laughs> says something to oh, a well. pregnant woman? So I finally go over. I'm like, ma'am, you know we've been sitting in this line for 45 minutes and so you just came over here and skipped. Yep. And then she turned around like all offended. I've been here the whole time. And the lady in front of me is like... No, you haven't. And there was a guy. <laughs> everyone else. Like, yes, everyone's like, no, go get in back of the line. So and that's what we have to do I to den- stop these skippers. I denied a pregnant skipper. woman food. I know. Oh, well. I mean. She should make the line like everyone but else. But we saw her afterwards and she gave me the 
dirtiest look possible. And it's like, why do you think that you have privilege? Well, I mean, you know, she was pregnant. I don't care. I I I don't care. I mean, if she had been, like, nice and I saw her, I probably would have gone and given her a slice of pizza if she didn't try and skip pizza. That's a different story. I would have rather her tell me... Hey, I'm 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 here. I'm seven months pregnant. Can you get me one slice? At, yeah, at, and that would have been fine. I'd be like, girl, sit down. I'll go get you. I'll go get you your slice. But, but don't be a fucking rude bitch. Agreed. Agreed. So but, so there, there, someone did that, and I'm like, I, you know what? I'm not gonna. I yeah, I, I want to have a good day. I don't want to start it by screaming at someone. So I, I'm just like, well, I was gonna get a, a team member. Yeah, they and didn't you get hold in front me. Of, they didn't get in front of us. I'm like. They got in front of the people in front of us. I'm like, if they if they let them in, forget it. I don't care. It's three people. But you could tell by their faces they were kind of smug about it. So Stupid ass. I'm like, if they say anything, I'm going to make this a horror night that they won't forget. <laughs> and thank God we didn't see them the whole night. Yeah. Because I would have been like very petty about it with uh, them. But so, we got in and the first house we got to see was Killer Clown of Outer Space. I don't think we're gonna be able to do it in order, but because I don't remember them in order, but the first house was Killer Clown well, of I Outer mean, Space. Well, I mean like we'll do them like uh, yeah. well we'll do a list of our favorite ones at the end. Okay, everything. okay. So we did Killer Clown of Outer Outer Space because A, it was the closest one to the entrance and everyone was going to Stranger Things or to us, which we'll mention us later. And it was about a 10-minute wait, and mm-hmm. it was exactly what we expected to be when we saw... Are you right, Zinky? <laughs> well, Zinky, our dog, is not feeling our podcast. It was, bro, it was... I loved It was that. like being in, in, the, in, the, in the movie. movie, you walk in and you smell popcorn, and then you see the shadow of the clown. Of the clown, yes. Oh my god, the, the set design of, of the whole thing and then those freaking clowns i know i was supposed to be scared and i did jump a few times but i literally you laughed the whole time because clowns are funny they are they were like puppets and it was really really good they they really did that one fine then we crossed over to uh the classic monsters we did the classic monsters as well before we met up with, mm-hmm. with Brenda. what i loved about that that house was the entrance of all of the iconic classic monsters yeah all in stone as like a homage to them that, as the original horror yeah troupe. that was badass um but the actual monsters that were in the house they were modernized versions of the monsters which was a little disappointing i was hoping that they were going to do them up as they were back then or even like Put black and white make makeup on. It doesn't have to be scary, and that one really wasn't that scary. It was very short. Yeah, and then by that time, our friend Brenda has already joined us. Yeah, and um, we continued on. Uh, yeah. we can. We might as well just go in order of this list because I don't remember the order. Ghostbusters. I, I, I'm very indifferent about it. I saw the movie. I. It's not a scary haunted house. It's more of like a. Boo! Type of haunted yeah. house. I think that was more for just people, like fans of the movie. Of the movie. There were a lot of inside jokes. That and... I didn't get. Yeah. Um, but there were a few good scares. I thought it was it was cute. There was like like marshmallow on the floor or what was supposedly marshmallow. I appreciated it, but it wasn't my favorite house. Mine either. You were good? Uh, yeah. 
Uh, we, oh my gosh, and this one, this next one was my favorite. Uh, Yeti, Terror of the Yukon. And it's funny because my favorite happened to be, you know, one of the non-major themed, like this was just a Yeti. Like an or- original. It was, yeah. It's it was not a- like from a movie or an ad- adaptation from something. Okay, let me tell you about Yeti. It begins, you're you're basically in front of a cabin, and it's snowing, and, and, and they have, the, of course, the air conditioner turned down, and you, you, like, everything about it, it was, like, uh, it was appealing to all of your senses, except for taste, of course, and, well, it's, I guess it smelled like in, in a cabin. You walk in, and there's shotguns, there's a fire. Yeah, in Yeti, you, it seems like you entered... What looks like a battle between the abominable snowman people and some hunters. Uh, what I liked about it is that it felt like you were in still in the middle of that whole. I think like story wise, that was really thought out. It was very fluid because like I was going to say, it felt like you were in the middle of that battle. Yeah, it's like you actually... There were victims in it. So a victim would run by you. With and then, the shotgun. And then right in front of you, the shoot the shotgun. Him. Yeah. yeah. It and was crazy. It was, yeah. And then it was two floors. Like, you can look up and you can see a Yeti walking. Yeah. Looking down on you. And then uh, you out of nowhere, another, like, victim or another hunter pops out with the window and... Sh- and shoots at that Yeti, and that Yeti falls down. So it's like you're in really in the middle of all that. Of a movie. And then it starts off in the cabin, and then it leads out to to the forest. Yeah. And then that's where the story continues. I want to say it is my favorite as well. Yeah, I I freaking loved it, and it was it was just long enough. Uh, it was definitely my favorite. And by I the was, way, we did Killer Clowns twice. Uh, again, with Brenda later With Brenda, on, because and, uh, we'll get to that after. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Peele's Us. And that was the one house that we, or at least I felt, the, the one theme house that was, that was the best. Even though I really, really, yeah. really like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. They went crazy in Us. For me, Yeti... Terror uh, of the Yukon and Jordan Peele's Us is tied for first place. Uh, Again, like we said, uh, Yeti for the originality and Jordan Peele's Us, I would categorize it or place it in in first place uh, under... You know the what the theme the theme the, the you know not non original themes and if you've seen the movie Us it is just like the movie you start off in the carnival where the little girl enters yeah and the guy is holding the sign with the Bible verse Jeremiah eleven eleven and there's a few Brenda stories but we can tell this one <laughs> oh as, as we're walking in with the the guy holding the sign in earshot she's like. What'd she say? She like right to the dude's <laughs> face. Oh my god, he looks like Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> like Brenda, girl, you just ruined that guy's life. <laughs> but that's that that's acting right there for him to not react not re- to something at, like at, that. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, so yeah, you start off into the fun house in the I think that's Santa Monica Pier. I'm not you're not sure. Or don't I thought remember. it was. Uh... 
On, San Diego? I thought it was on the, the East Coast. I thought it was like more of a New York beach. Oh, I'm not sure. We should look it up. We'll find out. But Or tell us, guys, where was us taking place? But anyways, uh, it's just like the movie. Uh, the living room set was there. The scare actors were so freaking professional and so freaking good they had their scissors in their hands and their jumpsuit so i remember like there's a part where we're passing through the living room and there's like a dark corner and this lady pops out (laughs) and just comes right in front of my face and does not budge at Oh, and just stands there. She scared the crap out of me. And then she yeah. walked back into the dark. <laughs> uh, the they did the the um what is that house with the twins? Yes, uh, the neighbor's house where they, they, sh- they vacationed. They showed the the twins as the us people, and then you saw them dead as dead well. when you turn around cool. the corner. Uh, they also you also go to the to. Uh, the underground area? The underground area where the bunk beds With, are. And, and bunnies? Yes. And then that oh that's that whole little section was creepy. Holy crap. With the scare actor and the, and the rabbit. And then right before you leave, you have all the scare actors like in a room. Yes. And every one, once in a while, I noticed they would pop out and sort of... And you didn't know which one. I'm yes. just sitting there with my hands like, holy crap. They were... God, that on, was... Scary. All of our pet. sides just standing there with with scissors. Well, I don't know if they all had scissors, but they were standing there. Yes. Holy crap! I was really impressed with that. And of course, the music was going on from the soundtrack, which, which I is forgot. Amazing. It's such a great, such a great soundtrack. soundtrack. I gotta check it out Holy again. Holy crap! That was awesome. Definitely, definitely one of my favorites as well. Those, uh, the uh, actually, those are my three favorites. Uh, Yeti, Us, and Killer Clowns were my favorites. Um, we did, we actually saw eight out of 10 out of 10, which was very impressive. Again, we came into this, uh, into the night thinking we're only going to do three or four because yeah. we're not going to pay $159 for express pass. And we're also not going to wait 150 minutes for a freaking house. Yeah. To and that's through. what that that's what Stranger Things was literally all night. We walked in and Stranger Things already said 150 minutes. And it did not go down. The Never. Whole it did not go down under 100 minutes. And that's where everyone was. Yeah. Um, so we, we, didn't, we didn't get to see Stranger Things. The next one on the list was House of a Thousand Corpses, which the line wasn't that bad, actually. At the we, end of the night. As we were leaving, it, it said five minutes. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen listening to me. My legs were falling off. I looked at it later. Just uh, Saturday alone, we walked with Disney Springs. We walked 17 miles. Oh, wow. And that doesn't include... Because my my, uh, my watch reset. I think it was another... I think 10, 10 to 12 miles after midnight. So, which was Sunday. So, I kind of wanted to see the House of a Thousand Corpses. I thought it would be really scary. But it was on the other side of the park, and we were at the entrance, and I'm like, Yeah, it was already nah. 12.30, and like I said, we were there since 4.30 in the afternoon, standing to open 6.30. And 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 we basically walked around Disney Springs twice before that, so... Oh, wow. Holy... Yeah. I would have liked to have seen it, that, that one, and Stranger Things did not happen for us, and... 
I'm and, okay with uh sk- with skipping Stranger Things because I didn't. S- yeah. I'm one of like the one percent that doesn't follow it. Yeah, we watched the first season. Eventually, I'll I'll watch more. I I feel like it got it got too big and everyone was talking about it, and I just like I didn't want to be part of that conversation. I guess like I really liked the first season though. I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard to explain it. It, it became too commercialized as well. It's like everywhere. it's Stranger Things, everything, and I'm sure it's still a good show. But but when you get something and you just saturated so it's, it's much, oversaturated. I personally think that you just get over it, like a it, little bit. You don't seem as impressive or impressed. You don't seem as impressed. As you would think, you know, because... And not only that, it's it's kind of like... I guess you kind of want something that's 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 yours. <laughs> you know, I know this this fantastic show on Netflix, you know? And you, if you say like that, there's... hey, oh my gosh, did you see Stranger Things? And everyone's like, oh yeah, we saw that, of course. Are you kidding me? But, you know, have you seen Russian Doll? Is it good? It's amazing. Yes. So that Russian Doll is still mine, I guess. But I it's like with Universal, maybe they have a contract with them, but it it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. They have the Univer- the Stranger Things Haunted House, a Stranger Things interactive section where the T2 Terminator... <laughs> Was that really necessary? I really wanted the last draw. Okay. I was trying to be quiet. Okay, folks. Yeah, like... Uh... Where you can talk to the cast on walkie-talkies or something? Yeah, and then on top of that, at their on-site hotel, they have another setup of Stranger Things. This is Halloween season. There's other things. Yeah. I mean, they have... They're Universal they, Studios. They, they know what they're selling. We I listened to a lady in that in the line while we were waiting. She's like, I hate horror stuff. I'm only here for, for Stranger Things. And that was her probably her whole night. She waited in line for 100 minutes. She got to see her thing. And honestly, I would have liked to have seen it, but I wasn't going to wait that long. Oh, like, no. I'm sure the set design would have been amazing to see the upside-down world. Yeah. it would. I'm sure it would have been amazing. Unfortunately, there was no freaking way I was waiting in line that long. And talking about waiting in line, it seems like they overinflated the wait time. I there was that. a lot of times where... Well, in our experience when we went, too, that they said that... Uh, some rides were 70 minutes and it only took us 25. Us? Well, us said it was 55 and we were there in 40. Yeah. So, we and I think they 40. purposely do that to sell express passes. So anybody who's considering it, maybe go on a slow day mm-hmm. and not buy a pass and and save yourself 150 freaking dollars. Yeah. If we go next year, it'll definitely be like a, an off day. Yeah. I don't, I don't, do they do it during the week? Uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, it, we'll do it during the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, in like in whole, like we'll go back to the houses in a second. But in whole, I really had a good time. Like yeah. I, I wasn't expecting it. Not only did we do eight houses, but we rode Rip Ride Rocket, we rode the Mummy, and we rode uh, the Harry, po- Harry Potter Escape from Gringotts ride. Yes, which is awesome. We did all that in very short period of time yeah uh side story on rip ride as we're about to get on i realized that i forgot to take my wallet out and 
I had an experience where I went with my brother um, and nephew and, and sister-in-law and we went on the Hulk and this is before they they uh, had the metal detector. Oh. And my brother had his keys on him. And we we got that. off and his keys were gone. And uh, he had he luckily he had like a spare key back of the hotel. He had to like take a, a taxi or an Uber or whatever. But I freaking because you're like, oh, it's just in your back. Or you guys are like, it's just in yeah, your back you're pocket. Sitting It'll be on fine. It. You're sitting but on it. But I'm like, fine. but in the thing it says, if whatever's in your pocket, trust me, you will lose it. And I, Asta. I did it. <laughs> so I didn't enjoy the ride. I'm, I'm literally thinking about, you know, my, my wallet the entire time because that wouldn't have been fun to lose my wallet. And as we continue to go through the night in, in Halloween Horror Nights... To and from these places, uh, they have scare zones, which uh, these scare zones have specific themes. Uh, they had a Zombieland scare zone. So it's like an outdoor section right. uh, that it's not a haunted house that you pass by. And it's just a themed uh, section. Yeah. Um, Where scare actors are there. Yeah. The, the Zombieland one, as it became more crowded. It became the... very... No, that was... Uh, what was the adult one that was... Well, well, I'm talking about Zombieland. <laughs> okay, uh, well, uh, so, like, as as the Zombieland became more crowded, the actual zombies, scare actors, like, started to merge more with the with the crowd. So, out of nowhere, they would turn around, thinking, you, you know, you'd be thinking you're, you're, you're just walking around someone normal. They'd turn around and scare the shit out of you. That happened to, to us. What was the adult one? I think that was... Uh, Rob Zombie. The Those Rob Zombies. The Vanity Ball was the one with that what? was like a, a catwalk. Yes, I love that one. <laughs> that was hilarious. The Anarcade, which was I didn't really understand. You remember there was like yeah. there were arcade games that, that said was game like over. At the entrance of Universal. Uh Hillbilly Deluxe. The Viking Undead. That was very graphic. I really really liked that and i hope they get their own haunted house the vikings undead yeah all right yeah it was very graphic there was a guy uh eating someone very graphic or was it a goat or something oh my god there there were little kids there they definitely shouldn't have been there Mm -hmm. it was gory like the whole thing was gory back to the houses real fast yeah we saw the first non um non-themed one was that we saw was deaths of fear right which was like an well that is themed it or non like like movie based or tv based is what i meant yeah Um, so yeah death of fear death of fear i'm sorry i'm having trouble like remembering a lot of i remember those very quick yeah it's like uh you go through like a submarine and it's like uh sea creature experimentation and mutation and it's a lot of like like what's that cartoon show like street sharks you remember that 1990s uh i remember reading that it was a team it was like a body human body and then like the chest up was like of a shark a tiger shark a manta ray yeah. or something like that. So it was like that. And again, like they would pop out out of nowhere. Um, and it fun. seems like you're walking into af- like the aftermath of them breaking out. Uh, but it was really good. I, 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 
I, I liked it. Yeah. The ones that are, you know, that weren't based on, again, movies or TV shows, those are probably the shortest lines. Like, I remember one sign said, it didn't even say 15-minute wait. It was like a 15-minute walk to the house. Yeah. Why don't you discuss the freaking walks to and from the house? It was weird. It was insane. It was long. It wrapped around like the back lots of of the park. We went through trailers. And then when you go into a house and you leave, you're basically going through another like long, long line, winding long thing winding. until you get spilled out that, to I the main part. Most of our steps came from. Yeah, Holy you spent. Crap. I mean, you do spend more time walking through those lines than the, inside the actual haunted house. No. But that's I guess true of any any. Theme. But I guess that's what you have to do when you're. You know, where are you going to put these people in? Like inside the physical park. Yeah, you, you can't. Of course. So it would have to be wrapped around on the outside or behind the scene. So then there was Nightingale's Blood Pit, which, which... is like a Roman uh, gladiator type thing. I, I was... wasn't expecting what we saw. <laughs> I was expecting like a bird monster and lots of blood. I mean, was... my my gay side loved it. There were yeah, there were a lot of uh, there were buff, a lot shirtless of dudes, buff guys with fighting things. Yeah, so they had like horse skulls. So yeah, it was uh, I I would say with the shirtless buff dudes there was a little a lot of homoeroticism. Uh, I just remember m- me being more pleased than scared. <laughs> I, like I had my hand clutching my pearls, and all I said throughout the whole house was, "I like, <laughs> I like this, I like this one." Well, one of the one of the gladiators kind of followed me because it was like a long room, and he kind of was looking at me. And I'm like, um, "Do you go here?" Often? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. There was a good scare in there that did scare me because I think I was the first one that went through. Like you walk in and there's a line, a fake line that cuts coming out at you, and I'm like, ah! So that was I, that was a great scare. Yeah, but story wise, I really it was weird. I really didn't know how to piece that together. I didn't know where the the the, the horse skull comes into place. It was called Nightingale's Blood Pit. It, I it, did not it see any, any females. Sense. You know, or whatever. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, we already talked about Universal Monsters. On, well, not unfortunately. I, you know, Brenda didn't get to see that one. Uh, Graveyard Games, which I think was the last one we saw that night. Yeah, Graveyard. I'm like, because it was, it was right there, and the line wasn't that bad. So I'm like, let's let's do that one and make it eight. Oh, we left. Yeah, th- it was after Nightingale that we left, right? That we did it, or was the other switched? I think, I think it was after Graveyard. Yeah, it was the very last one. So Graveyard Game is um, you walk into a graveyard and into a church slash slash like haunted house. Yeah, I think the storyline was like people were daring each other to to sleep in a graveyard or something. Yeah, at, at you the... hear that. At the very beginning, there was just right around the corner, one guy standing there that scared the shit out of me. And that was it. He's like, boo. And then he had like some spray can. (laughs) He was supposed to play like a goth kid trespassing the graveyard doing graffiti. And he pops up in front of Richard and he's like, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Like he wasn't even a monster. Uh, That one was pretty cool. I like that one too. I like that one. Um, I don't remember much after being scared. 
but I liked it. Um, and we did Killer Clowns again to, uh, with Brenda. Yeah, because it was already hitting the the closing time, and it was either leave or do one more house, and we wanted to give Brenda the opportunity since uh, she didn't get get to see Killer Clown. She didn't get to see Killer Clown, and we told her we can go. Like we have no problem going back. Yeah, and she's like, she said, I actually want to see uh, Killer Clowns. Haunted House, and we did that, and I think it was like, what, 10 minutes? Yeah, the wait wasn't bad at all. Yeah, and we did it again, and it was funny the second time, and Brenda liked it a lot. The the girl clown that that waved at us? Oh, yes, because she (laughs) saw me, and I'm like, yes, queen, work, and I was snapping my (laughs) fingers at her, and then she turned around and she shaked her little clown booty, and I'm like, yes, you better work from outer space. (laughs) I, I, I really like that house. That the, Those three are my favorites. Yeah, and for dinner, we, we ate at Mel's Diner, and we had a, a burger each. Yeah, with... Uh, you had burger, right? I had a burger. Okay, a bacon cheeseburger. Bacon cheese. I did burn down burger? I think she had chicken tenders. Oh, yum. Yeah, um, which is good, because we went to the, to the Monster Cafe, mm-hmm. and all they were selling was just brisket and pizza. And I thought there was going to be more variety, but I guess it's like, it was a themed. Yeah, like, I think they usually have barbecue there. And yeah. I'm like, oh, let's go get some, you know, a, a leg of a barbecue chicken leg or whatever. And I, I think because it was so, so packed in such a long line that that's what people do on Halloween Horror Nights. They go to the Monster Cafe, which makes sense. Yeah. So I think they probably changed the menu to either suit that or maybe turn more people off because brisket really oh no i wasn't into brisket i mean oh. and we had we had just had pizza the other night so i'm like wait i can't do pizza again i would consider going back to halloween horror nights <laughs> okay <laughs> me too <laughs> It was fun. I enjoyed it. I was really scared and nervous because I'm not a big fan of horror or horror, horror movies. And I was really impressed as a whole. Yeah. But it was it was like like you're scared but it's funny, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like not you terrifying. Jump, but then it's like you laugh about it. That's yeah. part of the fun. And then and... you see like other grown men like being scared shitless, yeah. like these muscle men. With these like wife beaters yeah. walking around, and then you go in with them. One thing I really didn't like about it is that it was literally like a line yeah. to go through the house. I thought it was going to be like a queue, like your party is going through that house by its by by yourself. Yeah. But it's really just like a it's, line. Everyone, come on, get in, yeah. get in. So by doing that, I feel like it takes away the the scare or it tones it down just a bit because. The you know that there's a scare actor at the turn of the corner because a group in front of you just got scared. Yeah, but unfortunately, that's how it has to be because otherwise we would still be waiting in line over yeah. there. You know, it, there's no, there's nothing, and there were some good scares, and I and I want to say that the scare actors probably do it to every third group. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I would see a scare by the people in front of us, and then they would just stand there as we pass by. You know what I mean? True, true. Like, which kind of sucks because every once in a while, there would be like four or five that we just sort of pass, and they're just standing there. And I would tell you guys, just give the I know. the 
group in front of us some space. A little bit of space, but then there's the the actual team members like, let's go, come on, and some of them were some of not them were having the time of their life, and others good were just mood, like, let's go, let's I go. I hate my job. Which I understand. You work in a horror, you know, a haunted house. You should be happy with your job. Well, I guess I don't know. So, what was your favorite <laughs> one? My out of all of them, Yeti was amazing. The set design, I agree. The snow as you're walking in, the you know, it was like it was. I freaking loved Yeti. And your least favorite? Uh, out of scariness, I wasn't scared at all in Ghostbusters, but my least, my actual out of all of them that I wasn't impressed with would be I don't remember Deaths of Fear. At all, I think I I think it was very short as well. So Deaths of Fear is my least favorite. Mine is tied with Us and Yeti uh, for my favorite, and my least one uh, would be Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Uh, wow, I did not expect to talk this long, but I, I guess we had a good time. Oh yeah, it was really fun. I I. I'm super. I really want to go back. I I I was kind of dreading it in some ways, but I'm hoping to go back next year. So, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go pop some more popcorn. <laughs> hey, listeners, we want to tell you about Cubridge. Yes, Cubridge is the hottest apparel brand we love to wear. They're the company behind our new logo. It's pretty cool, right? These unapologetic Miami-inspired graphic tees bring the colors and personality of the city to your closet. Hand-drawn designs are influenced by the vibrant, rebellious spirit of street art, crowd gay culture, and urban style. Coverage is a bear-centric company, so their shirts come with an array of sizes and colors to fit just anybody, no matter your body type. If the tee isn't your thing, they can also personalize their unique artwork on hoodies, tan top, pillows, iPhone cases, and more. And if you have a blimp, maybe they can slap their design on that too. Honestly, a funny picture on a tee isn't worth much if the shirt isn't comfy. With their top quality materials, 100% ring spun tees, it goes hand in hand with the unparalleled creativity. You can visit their website at cubrage.com and check out their wide range of products. And we are back. This second segment, we are going to review and discuss the movie The Ritual. The Ritual is a Netflix original movie. It, the cast included uh, Rafe Spall, Archer Ali, Robert James Collier, who any of you Downtown Abbey fans might recognize as the butler, uh, and Sam Trotten. It was directed by David Brockner, who also directed, uh, oh, the VHS movie, or one of the VHS movies, and a few, oh, Creepshow, 2019 Creepshow, very cool. Awesome. Um, it is about four friends who venture on a camping trip or hike type thing to, is it Sweden? Switzerland. To Switzerland. I knew it started with an S. Mm-hmm. Uh, in honor of a friend who passed away and decide to take a shortcut through the woods and chaos ensues. The formula for this movie is pretty predictable. Again, just like how Rick. Riz said it. They decided to take a shortcut to the woods and things turn out how they didn't expect. expect. Well, it's the the classic horror movie trope. Of course, one of them gets hurt. 
So they have to, well, hurt in quotations because he was a little bit of a... Of a drama queen. Of a drama queen, yes. Um, so they decide to take a shortcut that they think is going to shave about a day off of their hike, which ends up not shaving off a day. The movie begins with five friends instead of four Mm -hmm. uh, at a bar discussing what they want to do for a trip. And they throw ideas around and one of them uh, decides to... uh, Or one of them suggests... Suggests, not decide. uh, Hiking through... Switzerland. Yeah, so I guess there's like this h- a hiking trail that leads to a resort, and that was going to be the finish line. Right. Um, and out of the five friends that night, two of them go into a convenience store, and one of them uh, gets jumped by the muggers in that convenience store because they went to pick up vodka, and they didn't know that they were walking into a... A robbery in progress. A robbery in progress. Right. And uh, the other dude, I don't forget his name, who he plays, or what he's playing in. Um, uh, the other guy kind of gets scared and he hides. What's his Luke. name? Luke. Um, and the robber confronts the first guy. Actually, Luke is the one that wanted to get vodka to begin with. Yeah. Um, and he gets Robert to go with him. Uh, they go in, they get, you know, they see this happening. Uh, Robert is basically frozen in fear because there's, you know, guys with shotguns, you know, screaming. And a machete. And a machete. And uh, a woman that had been beaten up, I guess she's the clerk. And the other one hides. And he gets confronted and they tell him to empty his pockets, give me your wallet. And then they wanted him to give his uh, wedding ring, which he didn't want to give up. He said, take everything else, just leave the ring. You know, if you're in that situation, you know, rings are replaceable. I know they have emotional value, but rings are replaceable. So these people were crazy. They were probably drugged up. And and they ran out of patience. And they sliced his face. And they killed him. Yeah, they split his skull open in yeah. front of his, his other friend who was hiding his... He was paralyzed with fear. He didn't help him. Yeah, and he grew like this guilt. So six months later, they wanted to do the hiking trip in his honor and right. and take his ashes or his yeah his ashes to the top of a mountain or top of a hill, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, and then they were going to continue to the lodge. Uh, halfway there, Dom the drama queen Dom. <laughs> He kind of tripped. Trips or wedges his foot into like a crevices on the ground yeah. and twists it. And he's like, it's the meniscus. I've, this My has knee. happened to me before. Yeah. And the other four are not happy with it. Three. Or the other three, I'm sorry, are not happy with it. So basically Luke and the other character played by the guy from Downtown Abbey, Hutch, like kind of look at the woods and they realize that you know, it's a faster route if they go through the creepy-ass woods. Like, what's the big deal, right? We'll get there by by nighttime and we'll be drinking beer in no time. And then we won't have to listen to this drama queen over here complain even more. Yeah, correct. So, they go into the woods and the first thing, like, of course, creepy stuff ensues. And the first creepy thing that happens 
Or that they notice? Uh, an, an elk or a deer? Well, I think they, the, the carvings are first. Like, there's weird, like, ritual carvings before they, they see the... Yeah. Now, before we get in, into the that part of the movie, what I liked about this movie is that it... None of the four characters were involved in the scariness. This hap- all happened by coincidence. Yeah. It wasn't like an entrapment or like uh, a lead you know what oh, I mean oh that one of them was was taking them to die correct yeah huh. I never that never even crossed my you mind you know if it didn't if he didn't twist his foot it would have been a normal a normal thing a yeah. confluence of events yeah. yeah so yeah it was more of a conflict of event, of event uh, than anything else uh, so yeah, they see some weird carvings on the trunks of trees, which you know is a little Blair Witchy, but uh, it was creepy. And the then, like you said, the first thing they come across is a was it a deer that's just like it's tied, you know, from all of its limbs and its insides have been taken out and left there. It's tied uh, on on the tree like about just above your head and right. the the whole stomach is sliced open with all the guts out. And that's the welcoming sign to the woods. You would think yeah, you would think hey, Someone or something did this, obviously, and it was still dripping blood, so someone or something did this recently. This isn't normal. They didn't do it to eat. They are creepy. Let's turn around and go the long way. No, let's keep going. Whatever. How, you know, they aren't going to bother us. Why would they bother us? And then the next thing they came across was the cabin. Yeah. And, of course, it started raining, so they're like, let's break into this cabin and take shelter. And what did they find in that cabin? This is when it started getting really creepy. Uh, they get to the cabin. They Luke thinks that it's not a great idea. Uh, it was basically breaking an entry to someone's home or whatever, but everyone else was saying, you know, it's raining. F it. We can't do it. All while that's going on, Luke is hearing and seeing things uh, outside in the forest. When Phil, the fourth friend, checks up the upstairs, he sees a gigantic effigy of a bot, like made out of wood, of a body of a man, but... Did it have a head or was like sticks for heads? It didn't have a head at all, but it had arms and hands of antlers. It was really creepy. So not the carving, not the the deer with the guts out, and not this effigy on the second floor of a cabin in the middle of the woods is that convincing for them to leave. Yeah. So what did they decide to do? Spend the night. Spend the night with that <laughs> freaky fucking effigy upstairs. Yep. In that night, I guess the the evilness of the forest takes toll of their mental state. Yeah, and it it does something to them physically. Each one has some sort of physical, physical damage on I, them. Well, I don't know if. If Dom did, I think he, like, it was just his his knee injury that we Mm -hmm. saw. 
Um, but the main character, Luke, who was in the, in the convenience store, he ended up outside with, like, holes in his chest. Correct, yeah. Kind of, and he kind of hides it, and he goes back in, and everyone had their own nightmares and dreams, and Phil, played by Arshur Ali, was upstairs, naked, naked praying to the effigy. And that was that crazy yeah, creepy. That was creepy. It, 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 all of them were like in this trance, in like this state of of fear and shock. So when Luke snaps out of it, because when they go through this uh, mental nightmarish uh, events, uh, it's played by Luke's vision where he's back at the convenience store and it's mm-hmm. being replayed over his friend. Uh, Robert being killed over and over again. And when he snaps out of it, he goes back into the cabin because like Riz, like we said, uh, he wakes up or he snaps out of it and he's outside the cabinet and it's broad daylight. So he runs in, he runs uh, into Hutch who's in the floor and he peed on himself and he's sweating and he's terrified again in this trance. He goes to Dom. Dom is freak the fuck out in a corner and he goes upstairs and he sees Phil praying to this effigy in naked in this trans. Right. Uh, he snapped him out of it. He freaked out. He's Yeah, he freaked out and they decided to continue to go through the forest. Yeah, Luke is like, guys, maybe we should turn back. I'm like, oh, come on. We'll, we'll be there by in no time. Yeah, Hutch was very, oh didn't want to talk about it. He's like, I don't want to get into my feelings. I don't want to psychoanalyze this. We just had a bad nightmare. I think out of the four, Phil was the one who was mostly affected by it. I mean, come on. You wake up naked in front of a weird wooden thing. Praying. Yeah. And that probably had to do with the fact that he he was the one that went upstairs and saw it first. I didn't notice. I didn't figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. So he was... Um, and that leads to... Well, we'll get to, to, to the actual worshipping of whatever. So um, after that, they leave the, the cabin and they spent another day and a half out before the end of the movie. Well, the, yeah. They came to uh, like a piece of fabric that they... They dug up, and it turned out to be a tent. Very kind of lostish, you know. You know, you lost people with the with the balloon. Know what I'm talking about? They dug it up. You actually you remember that? I have no idea. So oh, okay, <laughs> uh, and they you know found found someone's wallet, and from what I thought, like the entire family had gone camping, but maybe it was just the woman. But I think maybe it was the entire family. Maybe. And they were all killed. Um, um, we'll talk about that later because there's a, a connection to it. Um, and they end up spending the night. Or, or what else happened during the day that was interesting? They were tr- they got lost. They tried to find a trail. And, you know, they saw the little spoke on the ground. And oh, they yeah. were like, do we decide to go into this cabin? And they're like, no, let's keep oh, walking. Oh, no. yeah. um, I remember, I think on that that second day Luke climbed up to see if he could find something. Uh, and it was just like the tall trees. They didn't have any. Yeah. Yeah. They, and, yeah. Go on. And that's when he saw kind of something moving. 
yeah with in the antlers trees. and started and he freaked out and started running in the distance of the forest definitely something was stalking them it was yeah and but they were so far in at that point it was way too late for them to turn back correct yeah and who was the first one to go it was uh the first the next night they slept in camps and luke of course had another nightmare of of the convenience store and he saw basically one of the tents get get sort of ripped by ripped up by something like the entire tent just sort of flew up yeah then when he woke up one of the tents was kind of shredded and uh hutch the guy from downtown abbey was missing and the three guys kind of the, the three other guys found each other and they heard and this is very very much like blair witch they heard him screaming in the distance and luke who you know they made clear at the beginning with the convenience store was too scared to go help his friend this time he went straight into the scary woods to try and you know help his his uh friend who was being hurt by something but they couldn't find him yeah and when they did he was uh propped up just like that deer that they saw at the beginning when they entered the woods and his guts were were all ripped out of his stomach uh, still not convincing enough to move to turn back around. I think it was too late at that point. They had to <sighs> just keep going. Oh no. Um, but uh, I will say the kill order did kind of surprise me. That's kind of one of the things I like about horror movies to, to try and predict the kill order. Yeah. So when the kill order surprises me, it's fun. Yeah. I honestly thought uh, the drama queen was gonna be the first to die. You would, yeah, you would think because a he was the drama queen and b he was the one that got hurt, so yeah. he would be the first one to go. Uh, but no, he lasted pretty. Well, 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 we'll get to that. Yeah. He... Oh, do you only want to spoiler spoil our? But spoiling... we are walking them through the movie, <laughs> through the entire movie, um... which isn't a, a big deal. I remember the three then continue on, and they, I want to say they. Um, during the next day, they come to a stream and they look up and there's footsteps leading off somewhere. Yeah. And they're like, do we follow them? And they're like, no, let's, let's go keep this going. Way. And then before, uh, Hutch died, he told Luke, just keep going a certain angle or a certain route. And that was the way the footsteps were going. And that was the way the footsteps were going. And, and there's a scene that you see that they took a wrong turn and and they go even deeper into the woods instead of exiting out uh, of it. Mm. So at this point, I'm really into the movie. It has pulled me in. I am freaked out, nervous, creeped out. And I really am eager to know what happens at the end. It was... Were you liking the movie? Very creepy. The only thing I didn't like about it, like I said, was... It reminded me... Excuse me. A lot of Blair Witch. Now, do you think that it reminded you of Blair Witch just because it was set in a forest and there were carvings? Because... Yeah. (laughs) Other than that, I'm not getting any other Blair Witch vibe. And the house, you know? there's There's a house in Blair Witch, too. But... There was a house in Kevin in the Woods. Kevin in the Woods is something else completely. Well, I I, I just didn't get... I, well, I, I, got, I got an aroma of Blair Witch. And then they, just, get, they get lost and they're being hunted by an unseen force. You know, other than that, I really... Like, I was into it as well. I freaking enjoyed it. I loved it. Um, so then the third night, of course, 
they weren't thrilled, but they, of course, wait, did they even decide to camp out or they were just attacked? By no, something? they were attacked uh, because uh, remember they were going up some steep hill. Yeah. And then Phil was the one struggling with his men- mental breakdown. Yeah. And he was the next one to go. He was grabbed by like a bony, woody hand. Yeah. And just pulled off. So by this point, we still don't know what the monster looks like. I was thinking he was more like Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that would have been cool. Like some big... If it was just Groot at the end. Tree dude or something. He, he walked out. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what I was thinking because maybe I'm thinking like it's mother nature. I, I'm not, I, I will reveal the whole thing at the end. Spoiler alert. But at this time, at this moment in the, in the movie, I'm thinking it had to do something with nature or, or like man versus nature type thing. Like this is the sacrifice that I'm do. I'm, I'm killing you people in yeah. order for, for my forest to continue to grow and be prosper, nice. prosperous. Like that Mark Wal- Wahlberg movie. What was it? The happening, the happening. Yeah. A, a nature versus man thing. Well, I don't think it was mostly nature versus man. I think nature was killing man in, in that movie. Isn't that what your theory was for this movie? Well, not like nature versus... Well, I don't know. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. But my at that point, I I wasn't expecting to ever see the monster in full. You know, I thought it was going to be like the Sandra Bullock uh, movie. Bird box. Where we never saw the monster, which was disappointing, even though it was a great movie. But I wasn't expecting to see him at all at that point. So then it was... And then there were two, you know? It was uh, the main character, Luke, and Dom, the drama queen with the knee. Um, They, after Phil gets uh, killed, they just buck it. And they decide to just run hard, 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 like, nonstop. And uh, the thing... One of the things I liked about the movie was it had, like, low-key comedy. Between them, yes. So, like, when they're about to buck it... Um, Dom turns to Luke and he's like, piggyback ride? <laughs> I cracked up. And Luke's like, no, no, we're gonna, we're gonna run We're this. gonna have to run. We're gonna run this. I love it. So they run and run and run and they see a cabin. Well, it's, uh, the, the fire leading the trail to the cabin. Yes. So I don't know why they decided to go towards the well I guess they were well, being chased I think yeah in that desperation they think it's just a vil- uh, yeah. uh, a hunter or god knows what and they end up actually walking into the hellmouth well I wouldn't yeah hellmouth uh, it's very scared people who's who were living out there who were basically had to do you want to get into what 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 the monster was about uh what yeah so they wake up and they're tied and we come to the realization that the monster chose luke uh in walks in an old lady uh with food and water and goes directly to luke and gives water to luke and food and the old lady opens her blouse to show luke that she has the same scars that Luke has. When she turns around, she walks right past Dom, and right then and there, you know that Luke is chosen for something. 
it comes to uh, fruition or to it sheds light that Luke is spared his life uh, and decides or the or the monster chose him to worship the, mo- yeah, the monster. The, the monster like needed to be worshipped or he would collect people. I'm assuming the Swedish family was a Swedish family yeah. uh, that was killed. That one of them, what it was the girl, the one, I don't know if it was the mother or the little girl that was kind of off to the side with shady eyes. Yeah, in the picture that they found with the parachutes. So everyone else would be killed and he would, the monster would kill, or would choose one of them. And Luke, I think, was chosen because uh, the monster, I think, studied them and found, based on Luke's past with the convenience store, his pain... That he would be the most likely candidate to to basically worship him, and Dom was going to end up being sacrificed by the villagers uh, that night. They take Dom and they take him upstairs, and all you hear is like some like yeah, he, he, chanting. And he got the ship beat out of him. He came back and he was pretty messed up. When they get ready to sacrifice Dom, they take him out and they time up to a pole and while that's going on Luke unties himself and goes upstairs to find out what no he he gets one of his hands up but he isn't able to untie himself completely so he has to watch on as the monster kills Dom oh I thought that happens after yeah so he yeah. wasn't he wasn't able to to get out and help Dom at all which kind of sucked because mm-hmm. at that point you kind of felt bad for Dom but we mm. did, we did, that That was the point when we got to see the monster basically in his entirety. It was like this gigantic thing with antlers and he had kind of almost like a human face. I, it, for me, it, it, I, the way I can describe it was like the body of a giraffe, the head of a wildebeest, but the actual head was a person with full-fledged arms and hands. Yeah. So it was like two, like a mesh between it, you know, and the Swedish girl that survived told Luke that the reason why they're here is because they worship that God and that that God has spared a lot their life and let them live in peace uh, in order for them to to worship him. Yes. And they they sacrifice. So I'm sure if no no unknowing, you know, hikers go through the woods, one of them would have to be sacrificed. Exactly. Yeah. So after after Dom is killed, very graphically, well, not that as graphically as I thought, but, you know, it was graphic. Luke escapes and goes upstairs to find out what was all that ruckus the night before. And when he opened it, it turned out to look like a makeshift church filled with... Um, more effigies. Oh, I would say I wouldn't say effigies. I think they were like mummified. They might have been mummified like previous worshippers. That yeah. was my theory. And at first, I thought it was another group of of things like with sticks, but they were moving when when they felt Luke's presence. Because the Swedish woman did say that uh, that the for worshiping the god, they get unusually long lives. So I think. That they were just old worshippers that were still alive, but they were so old that they couldn't. And and move. it was really scary because it was like 
pews on each side and at the end it looked like a shaman and all that was just effigies of these or mummifications so opening that door when luke did that and oh because there's like this music and this haunting and this chanting Mm -hmm. and going on and going on and going on and when he opens the door silence yeah and that's all you see Creepy. Uh, so he decides to burn that whole thing down. He burns the motherfuckers. And the god senses that and goes into the village and starts like scourging through through the mummification slash effigies to save them. And, and oh no, he comes and he kills the, the girl. He starts killing the his previous worshippers because he isn't happy. Because that, whatever that was upstairs, that was a... That was something for him. Correct. So for that to be burned, he took offense to that. Yeah. So he didn't know who did it. So he just started, the monster just started killing all of his worshippers. And yeah, and he tried to, to, to save them. Because you can see when he, when Luke is downstairs, you can see that he's looking at the legs and he's, oh no, actually he's not trying to save them. He was actually just killing the girl. Yeah. I don't remember him trying to save <coughs> or being Excuse in the house me. at all. Yeah, I, I, sorry, the monster, that was wrong I mean. for me. Yeah, he he just had her pinned up against the wall, and yeah. clawing her eyes out. Yeah, um, and you you know you can't really feel bad for those villagers, you know, <laughs> whatever. So Meh. Luke, I believe, shoots at the monster, which he escapes to the woods and then turns around and, and shoots, shoots at the mo- at and the monster. Of course, hey, then the monster, of course, chases after him, and this is the part that I like. The monster chases after him. This sold the movie for me. Uh, and instead of killing him, when he catches up to him, he puts him on the floor. He doesn't want to kill him. He wants to be worshipped, which is creepy as hell. So, you know, Luke gets all of his might up and he gets back up. And he pushes him back down. And that's when, you know, when Luke is able to grab... The axe? An axe, yeah. I found that really... Um odd because it looked like the monster was about to do a ritual because he he, he stood up it's like come worship me look at how he wonderful put his I hands am. up and he puts his palms together yes. to like you know to be i guess yeah to be worshipped and when he got up and he got he's like you said he slammed him to the ground again even deeper yeah and put his face deep into the ground mm-hmm. to like to signify like you belong here you're you're gonna worship me, you're gonna you worship like me. so while the monster is putting his arms up and praising and to the sky and whatever. presenting yeah I, I found that you know for me a tad bit confusing because why would he do that to him specifically to luke and not to even the girl he just killed the girl or to like it was the affront that that his um Basically what Luke did, burned everything and his uh, altar was burned. So he was just pissed off at his at the other people. But I think the monster then realized, hey, I don't have any worshippers. I need this new guy. So he, he wanted to be worshipped by Luke. And I think maybe, maybe, and this is just me putting my spin on it, since Luke is new, maybe the worship, like the worship that the monster fed off of, was more than someone who had just lost all will to to live, mm. I guess. 
Good. That would that would be my theory. Good theory. Um, he grabs the axe while he's doing that, while the monster's praising into the sky, and whacks him dead square in the middle of the head. That doesn't kill him, but it hurts him enough for him to escape, and he escapes the forest at the end of the movie. And yeah, and the monster can't leave the forest. He just they just look at each other, and the monster growls, and then Luke. You know, growls back at him. Yeah, and they just look at each other, but the monster can't leave the forest. Apparently, that's the the rules of this of this movie. And Luke turns around without his friends, which, you know, everyone else is dead except for Luke, which is kind of shitty. And that's, that's that's the end. That's the end. I would have. I mean, what happens after that? Like, you have to like wonder what happens. He goes back and tells people, and then obviously. Uh, Authorities are going to go into the A good sequel would come with him not seeking authority, but seeking personal vendetta for that. I don't think he would would ever go back in those woods. Ever. Like, that... Or, do you think there'll be a sequel with another group of people? I don't think that there'll be a sequel. Well, I always say that, and then then they do, like, a sequel. I think it would be dumb. Oh. Well, um, I would like to, it to have a, a sequel. Well, remember... I don't know if you ever saw it. I'm forgetting the name of the, the movie. The Spelunking movie where the girls go cave diving. Yes. And in the end of it, one of them... One of them survives, but realizes she's back in, in the cave. And then in the sequel, she somehow does make it out of the cave. And, you know, she tells her story to the cops or she's mute or something. I don't know. And they end up going back in the cave with her. And I'm like, no, come on. Turn this shit off. This is this is stupid. But I feel like the, if they did a, a sequel, it would be something stupid like that. So I hope they But do. the ritual is a good, uh, well-paced, decent, scary movie. I suggest you guys to check out. I think it's very enjoyable. I liked it a lot. There yeah. are some moments that I was really on the edge of my seat. Uh, very suspenseful in some parts. It's a simple, like I said in, in the top of the review, it's a, the simple setup formula is there, but it doesn't, uh, what's, how can I, how can I put this? It's there, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't feel dated or it doesn't feel like you walk through that before. Yeah. Uh, how many stars? I would give it a, a solid for horror. Uh, a solid 4.9. Damn. You mean just for horror? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh, like for, a horror movie alone, I'd give it four. Like a movie, three and a half. Yeah. Like a general movie. Yeah, yeah. But no, it was it was very enjoyable. And, you know, as far as horror movies go, it was fun. Shall we move on to close the, the big episode whoop, whoop. Uh, with CD releases? Yep. So the CD releases, I believe, over either the last week, yesterday or whatever, uh, The Darkness, who I really like, released uh, Easter is Cancelled, which I really don't like, <laughs> like the cover of that album. Mama Rita would not be happy with the cover of this album. Uh, Mika, or is it Mika or Micah? Mika. Released My Name is Michael Holbrook, which you listened to, didn't you? Yeah, I wasn't too impressed with it. No? Nah. Uh, was there one, I thought there was one song that you, you kind of liked. I want to remember, I think it's called Last Night I, I Walked Through Hell or something like that. 
I think that one stood out to me. Is his real name Michael? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Wilco, who I also like a lot, uh, released an album called Ode to Joy. Oh, as we're on music, I forgot to mention, uh, this is also the... Or yesterday or the day before yesterday was the 25th anniversary of the Cranberries' amazing album, No Need to Argue. And they are celebrating by... Uh, re-releasing all of their videos in HD, which, you know, I have basically our TV's HD up-converting, so whatever. <laughs> but yay, I guess. <laughs> but they're, you know, they're they're pushing to get Zombie over a billion views, uh, which uh, it would make them the very first Irish band to ever have that happen, and it would make them the third band to do that that you know, that the video was released before 2003 when YouTube started. Uh, the other two that have reached a billion, the Guns N' Roses song, uh, was it November Rain? November Rain and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. So that is, that's some amazing company. And she, I'm sorry, she truly was the, the queen of rock back then. You look at Ironic by Alanis Morissette, and it's, I think, at 50 million. And zombies pushing a billion. Oh. Also, they're going to eventually release a uh, like a special edition, like they did for the first album, which which I'm excited about. They say next year now, so we'll see. So go ahead. Anybody who wants to help the cranberries, no need to argue, reach a billion. You can just uh, watch their zombie. Their basically. zombie. On YouTube. Yeah, the reward for it reaching a billion is they're going to release Zombie as the last HD video. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I guess I'll have to watch it a few. But, no, bro, it jumped so high. And, like, when they started, it was at 940 million. It jumped almost 960 million in Holy a day. Holy crap. Literally a day. Wow. And that that song has had so much life that has gone further. There's been so many... Like, so many songs from that era that didn't have life. Um, and I'm really, you know, I'm proud of I'm proud of the band. I'm proud of Dolores for writing such such an iconic song. And I think probably The Walking Dead probably has something to do with how popular it's been. So, new movies? Mm-hmm. Or new DVDs out this week. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home uh, is out. What did you think of Spider-Man Far From Home? Yeah, uh, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a bit. It's okay. It. it That's uh, exactly for, how I feel about for it. For me, it was a movie. Um, <laughs> it set is a movie. <laughs> in another country, and it was entertaining, but it wasn't. It didn't blow my my mind. Doom Patrol uh, season is out from DC. The actual what Doom season? Annihilation. I I want to say it was the first season. The Charm first season is out, and whatever Anna and the Apocalypse is out, which I kind of that sounds familiar. I kind of want to check out because I think it it's hey it's it's a girl holding a cane to the sky, and I like that artwork, so I want to see that. Cool. And we're going to get into six degrees of separation. Let's see here in my pretty little mind. I'm going to match you up with Hugh Jackman and Miranda Cosgrove. 
Good Lord. Miranda Cosgrove from Nickelodeon yeah. show. She was also in Rockstar. Well, you're you're not Rockstar. What the hell's Rockstar? Or School of Rock. Oh. Well, okay. I'm not going to go that route. I'm, I'm going to go... Okay, let me see if I can do this. Miranda Cosgrove, of course, was iCarly in iCarly, which her brother was played by Jerry Trainer, right? Is it Jerry Trainer? Yeah. Um, who guest starred on that episode of Angel that we watched recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, Charisma Carpenter was on Buffy with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar did... Um, I, uh, Scream, I'm going to, I'm going the Kevin Bacon route. I always go to Scream for Kevin Bacon. Uh, who in the X-Men was in Scream? One of the Scream movies. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, no. Omar Epps, no. Uh, so Sarah Michelle Gellar was in Scream 2 with Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell did Scream 4, which had a cameo with Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin, of course, was in the X-Men movies with Hugh Jackman. Booyah! And our fact of the week is that in the movie Up, there were 10,297 balloons in it, which means that the digital balloons. Yeah, oh, they like, actually digitized over ten thousand balloons. Wow! In that movie, that's crazy. And that's the fact of the week. And you can do whatever you want with it because it's not mine. You know, I th- I think you should you should take it. One time. Uh, I don't want to be just, sued. Just 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 take it. No, it's so. fine. <laughs> we have come to the end of our show. I like here this show. At, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun at press play. With Augie and Riz, we like to thank all of our listeners, all of our subscribers and followers. A huge thank you for always tuning in every week. If you have any questions, suggestions, or any ideas on the show, you can email us at gopressplay2 at gmail.com or pressplayar via Instagram. That's gopressplay2 at gmail.com and gopressplayar8. Go press play AR on Instagram. We had a really fun time. We had a good time. Basically an an awesome week. A couple good podcasts. Uh, We're looking forward to bringing you more content. So please subscribe. We love you guys so much. You touch my heart. So that's it. This is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.